Come on, the Bible said, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. You ought to take your praise right now and put a little great on top of it this morning. I didn't come with the minimums. I didn't come to give God the leftovers. But I came. How many of you understand that according to our calendar, Sunday is not the last day of the week. We tend to look at the weekend and we include Sunday, but Sunday is not the weekend. Sunday is the week beginning. And there's a reason we come to church on Sunday uh, because we're not giving God the last of what we have left, uh, but we're bringing our best to Him. Uh, and before I ever show up uh, and give my employer uh, eight hours of any day, uh, I'm going to enter into His gates uh, with thanksgiving. Uh, I'm going to enter into His courts uh, with praise. Uh, and I'm going to give God uh, my very best. Now, if you feel that way, uh, I dare you to throw your hand in the air and open up your mouth and give God something that represents your very hey yeah high five about five people on the way to your seat tell them I came to give him my best this morning uh, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the old saying, the colloquialism, you may be seated, says that you save your best for last. But in God's kingdom, we bring our best to him, and we do it first. Amen, somebody. Amen. You can be seated. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning? What about the rest of y'all? Anybody else excited to be in the house of the Lord this I mean, you could be in a graveyard this morning. Uh, you could be up in a hospital on a hospital bed. Uh, you could be a picture uh, in the funeral section of the newspaper, but God kept it. Is there anybody thankful to be in the house of the Lord? Yes! Amen, amen. Hallelujah. I want to say what a privilege and an honor it is to have all of our guests in the house of the Lord with me this morning. Rock Church, I need y'all to help me make some crazy noise in this place. We can do a whole lot better than that. I need you to help me welcome all of our guests into the house of the Lord. Come on, would you put your hands together and let them know uh, how much we love and appreciate all of our guests. Amen. Amen. To all of our guests, we are just Absolutely delighted to have you in the house of the Lord with us. And uh, we, when you came in the doors this morning, if you are here for the very first time, you should have received a VIP invitation card. And uh, looks kind of like the broken image. Oh, they got it on one screen behind me. Uh, looks just like that. And it, it is an invitation to join us immediately after the service in our VIP room. And uh, what is our VIP room? Well, I'm glad you asked. VIP stands for very important person. 
And if you're here for the first time, you are a very important person to us. And we are so delighted that you're here. You are a guest of honor. And so we've got some light refreshments and a small gift we'd love to give you, just a token of our appreciation for having you with us. And so we invite you to join us in the VIP room immediately following the service this morning. Somebody shout amen. Amen. And uh, I want us to pray this morning. We have uh, a handful of men uh, that went out of state to a men's conference and uh, their flight was canceled yesterday due to a storm front that was passing through the country and messing up flight paths. And so there's a whole bunch of them uh, weren't able to get back here and they did everything they could. I think they spent the night at the airport last night and uh, tried to catch an early flight. And I think they've got a flight that would get them as far as Atlanta, Georgia. And I think they're trying to drive the rest of the way today. But let's just pray God's hand will be upon them today. Amen. How many of you will remember them uh, throughout the day today? Amen. Amen. I do want to say uh, as well, several weeks ago, uh, I mentioned uh, that there was a young man who was in the process of relocating to Fort Myers. And uh, Brother Daniel Stipes has finally and officially made it to Fort Myers. So I know we've already said this, but I want to give him another great big welcome home this morning. Brother Daniel, we're so excited you're here. And uh, we want you to know you've got a, a huge family standing with you this morning uh, that's excited about you being here and anything we can do for you. We love you. And uh, we're excited about what God's doing in his life. Amen, somebody. Somebody shout, uh, oh, uh, by the way, he's coming all the way from, this is what made me think about this, he's coming all the way from Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, is becoming a Floridian, but somebody shout, Birmingham, April 28th and 29th, thank you for three people that helped me this morning, somebody say April 28th and 29th is Power to Become Conference. Amen. And if you have never been to Power uh, to Become, it is an absolutely dynamic meeting. And uh, uh, last year I had the, the privilege of preaching there. And uh, they invited me to be back again this year. Amen. And so it's going to be an awesome, awesome time. Uh, April 28th and 29th. You don't want to miss that. And then somebody shouts Sunday the 17th. Sunday the 17th is Resurrection Sunday. Amen. And we are going to be having an amazing time here in the house of the Lord. We are, our, our drama team is going to be presenting a Resurrection Sunday drama. Amen. Sister Black and her team have put something together I believe is going to be powerful. And you don't want to miss it. Grab your mama, your mama Neum, cousin Frankie. Aunt Bootsy, grab the whole family and tell them, come on, come hang with me for Easter Sunday. We're going to have a great time in the house of the Lord. Amen? Amen. And you don't want to miss that. Um, it's going to be awesome. I have one more announcement this morning, and that is that uh, this service today, this morning, will be our only service today. Now, normally we have two services every Sunday, independent services, Sunday morning, and then Sunday nights is Sunday Night Live. How many of you love Sunday Night Live? And uh, so that's our normal schedule, but due to 
uh, construction and, and things that are taking place in the sanctuary. We are going to have just one service today. This is it. Tell your neighbor, if you're going to get it, you got to get it now. You can't wait for tonight. You got to get it now, somebody. Amen. We have a, a, a team of men that are here all the way from uh, Houston, Texas, that are working on installing these awesome LED panels uh, all over the place. Y'all, now look, we, we pulled an all-nighter. I, I literally jumped out of my work clothes, took a shower, put on a suit, and came into choir practice this morning and uh, working with these guys. And uh, they just ran out of time with some unexpected delays. And so they're not finished. They're not, they didn't fully program them. That's why you're looking at pieces and parts of everything up on the panel. But we thought, why not just turn them on anyway? Why not just turn them on anyway? And uh, so they're going to be uh, in here finishing and working and doing things uh, before they leave today. So we just have one service. Uh, now, since we only have one service, uh, <clears throat> only one round for the fight, that means we got to get it done in one round a day. This fight ain't going longer than a round. Uh, I, I got five... I got 20 radical people in the building. This is going to be a one-round stunner this morning, baby. I don't know what you came in here needing from God or believing God to do, but I came to tell somebody that before we leave this building, your miracle is in the house. Your answer is waiting on you this morning. Oh, yeah, you don't have questions uh, waiting on answers. Uh, God has answers uh, that have been waiting on your... We got to get it done in one service. We Tell your neighbor we ain't got time to play. We ain't got time to mess around. We got to have some change. Tell your neighbor we got to have some change. Just take the R right out of it. Some church in this place this morning. Now the round just started, but we already threw a wicked left punch to the enemy. Right in the middle of service, Jasmine Melian was baptized in Jesus' name and came out of the water speaking in tongues. Uh, I think we ought to go, come on, let's shout with her for just a moment this morning. Somebody ought to give God, that's revival. Uh, we're not waiting till the end of the service. Uh, we're not waiting till this thing is over. Uh, you can have whatever you need right here, right now, in the building. Somebody give God a great big praise in this. Yeah! yeah. Devil, this is going to be a bad week. We're only a little ways into the very first day, and we've already got one that we snatched out of your hands this morning. Stay Stay on your feet with me. Let's go to the word of the Lord this morning. If you're not standing, if you would, please stand with us as we prepare for the word of the Lord in this house. Amen. It is our custom to stand for the reading of the word. We honor the entrance of God's word into his house. Amen, somebody. And so if you are not incapacitated or, uh, yeah, hopefully you're not decapacitated or whatever, whatever word I was trying to say decapitated and I think was the word that was trying but hopefully nobody's decapitated in the building to, today to tell your neighbor I still got my head on I may not have it on straight but I still got my, my head on this morning good lord I'm tired there's no telling what's about to come out of my I'm sleep deprived 
Come on, somebody. I'm ready to preach. Y'all ready to preach? Now, I'm ready to preach. What I want to know is, are you ready to preach? I ain't worried about me. I'm worried about you this morning. You're wondering how much preaching I can give. I'm wondering how much of it you can take this morning. Amen. Go with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse number 18 this morning. A very obscure portion of scripture that probably nobody has really read before. Amen. Of course, I'm being facetious. Matthew chapter 16, verse number 18 says, And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. I'm glad it's God's church. Woo! I'm glad it's God's church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, deductive reasoning would tell me that if the word of the Lord declares that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church, then it tells me the church shall prevail against the gates of hell. I just need 200 believers in the building this morning. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? If the word declares that the gates of hell shall not prevail, then that means the church will prevail against hell. Going with me to the book of Acts chapter 16. In Acts chapter 16. Now, our evangelist, that stormfront, our evangelist, his flight got canceled. That's why he's not here today. So y'all are stuck with me as the evangelist this morning. <laughs> Acts chapter 16, verse number 16 says, And it came to pass as we went to prayer that a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas. One transliteration says when her owners saw that their lucrative business was suddenly bankrupt, they went after Paul and Silas and drew them into the market, or into the magistrates saying, uh, or under the marketplace under the rulers and brought them under the magistrates saying, these men being Jews uh, do exceedingly trouble our city. That was Acts 16. Acts chapter 19, verse 17 says, And this was known unto all the Jews and Greeks. Now this is a separate story. 
also dwelling at Ephesus and fear fell on them all and the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified and many that believed came. Now when it says the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified, Brother Donnelly, what it's really saying in King James is that the name of Jesus was preached unto them. And when they preached the name, somebody say the name, it says, and many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. Now, now, lest somebody would try to extrapolate verse number 18 and take it out of context to try and develop a soteriological theology that would be fallible because it is not within context of the rest of the scriptures, you understand that verse number 18 standing by itself is not a statement of salvation. You cannot just confess and be saved what I was trying to say you have to put it in context with the rest of the scripture he was preaching to them Jesus and the first thing they responded was repentance their confession was part of their repentance I just thought I'd throw that in for free this morning verse 19 says many of them also which used curious arts that's just Old Testament language for sorcery and magic and the occult. Many of them also, which used curious arts, brought their books together and burned them before all men. And they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. In today's language, that's one million dollars. They brought one million dollars worth of paraphernalia of their sin and laid it on an altar. I don't care how much this cost me, I'm giving it to God. I don't care how long I've been involved in this, I'm putting it on the altar. I don't care how much of a vested interest, come on somebody, I'm giving it to God. Verse 20 said, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. There it is again, the church prevailing over the... This was the promise Jesus gave the New Testament church and here it is in action. The kingdom of God prevailing. The word prevailed over books of sorcery. I don't care what the book is. I don't care what the psychologist says. I don't care what the textbook at your college said. I don't care what the professor, the PhD, the DHD, the LEB. I don't care what kind of initials. The word of the Lord will always prevail against every other. My Bible tells me let God be true and every man alive. was Acts 19 verse 17 now go to verse 23 is this all right this morning and the same time there arose no small stir about that way I mean everywhere they're going they're stirring things up for a certain man named Demetrius 
a silversmith which made silver shrines for Diana. You understand that Diana was one of the goddesses of their pagan religion. And here is this man, Demetrius, who makes a living selling uh, figurines that are used in idol worship. It's said that his business brought no small gain unto the craftsmen. In other words, his business brought a huge profit for the men who worked for him. He called them together with the workmen of like occupation. He called a business meeting and he said, Sirs, you know that by this craft we have our wealth. This is how we make our living. Moreover, you see and you hear that not only at Ephesus, but almost throughout all of Asia, there's this man named Paul that has persuaded and turned away much people, telling them that there are no other gods which are made with hands. He's convincing everybody, in other words, that Diana isn't real. So that not only is this our craft in danger to be set at naught, not only is our business in trouble, but also the temple of the great goddess Diana is also going to be despised. And her magnificence uh, might be destroyed, uh, whom all Asia and the world uh, worshipeth. And for just a few moments this morning, I simply want to preach it's time to put hell out of business. I wonder if there's anybody in the building that feels like having some church in this place. Tell your neighbor it's time to put hell out of business. I just need 250 believers in the building to put your hands together and give God a praise for the power of his word this morning. Man, if you promise to preach with me, you may be seated. It does not take very long on any given day to wake up and turn on the news or to pass by a screen in the coffee shop or uh, to, to, to hear the reports, uh, to understand that we are living uh, in perilous uh, times. We are living in unique times that are full of challenges that, are, that, that we have never seen before. We, we are living in a time the news media right now is, is fixated upon the events that are happening with Russia and Ukraine. You understand that this is literally a prophetic fulfillment of Scripture. You understand that the Word of the Lord declared that those things would happen uh, before they ever came to pass. Uh, just a few years ago, uh, Putin sent out a word to all of the Russians around the world. Uh, you can go back and look it up. Uh, and he admonished them to return home as he prepared uh, for World War III. Uh, and here we are just a few years later. Uh, and just one uh, wrong move at this moment uh, from him would pull in the NATO 
alliance, which in fact would trigger World War III. And then you have Kim Jong-un, who has refused to participate in responsible actions concerning nuclear power. And so we see all of these things unfolding. More mass riots in the past five years than you can possibly imagine. And then you add to that the ethnic tensions in our society. The Bible told us that nation would rise against nation. That word there is ethnos, where we get our word ethnicity from. And so all of these things are happening in our wicked world. Every evil imagination is being played out. The latest thing, if you've been paying attention, is that there was leaked videos of, 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 of conference, a conference between Disney executives. And they are openly, without shame, without trying to hide it, they are overtly describing their plan and strategy to pervert the minds of children with the lesbian and homosexual and transgender ideology. It's not a secret. They are openly talking about the movies that they are making that are overtly, they tell you point blank, it is no secret agenda anymore. It is over. That's why coincidentally we preach that when you receive the Holy Ghost, you ought to get Hollywood out of your house. That's why we preach still uh, that when you get the Holy Ghost, uh, you can't pump your mind full of sewage uh, and expect your spirit to be right with God. Uh, Come out from among them uh, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, uh, and touch not the, I know it's not popular, but it's still the word uh, of the Lord. Uh, When you get the Holy Ghost, one of the first things you ought to do is walk up in your house, uh, grab that television, uh, yank that satellite off the ceiling, uh, throw it in the trash can, uh, grab every Hollywood DVD uh, and do what they did in the book of Acts when they got the Holy Ghost uh, and bring that sorcery uh, and lay it on an altar. uh, Harry Potter uh, and all of these other kind, you bring that nastiness uh, and put it on an altar uh, and let Let God give you the victory uh, over the evil imagination. Am I in the right church uh, this morning? Uh, We still. You can't have a pipeline from hell into your home and be what God wants you to be. And if you think you're just entertaining your children, you are the one that have bought into the deception and the lie. And you're doing the same. Oh, I feel like I'm just stuck right here. We'll get back to hell in a moment. You are doing exactly what they did in the Old Testament when they offered their children to the idols of Molech. They wouldn't lay themselves on the altar, uh, but they would take their babies uh, to Molech uh, and throw their little babies in the fire of the belly of Molech. Uh, and you think, well, it's just for children, and it's just Disney, and it's just entertainment, and just and you don't even understand that while they're sitting there watching, uh, their brain is being pumped uh, full of the wickedness, anti-God, 
anti-righteous rhetoric. Oh, I'm going to preach. I got a devil backed up against the wall this morning, and I'm not going to stop preaching till he busts for the back door. You can take your Snow White right back to the pits of hell where it came from. You can take your... just talk about this because we live in southwest Florida. We live in Disney Nation, baby. I'm not preaching about going to a theme park because if you're going to, if you're going to not frequent any place that is, has any owners or anything that have them, you guys have to lock yourself in your house because probably where you buy your sub sandwiches has some problems going on. But there's a difference between that and bringing the junk of the world into your home and it becoming an idol, uh, something that you consume, uh, something that becomes, listen, that becomes cultural in your house. Uh, cultural, like a Petri dish. They culture uh, particular things in a Petri dish. They put uh, just little seeds uh, and, and over time they begin to grow microorganisms. Uh, and when you have that stuff constant feeding into your house, you are culturing uh, exactly what the culture uh, of that particular thing is. So I don't know who I'm talking to today, but maybe it's time for you to walk in your house and say, baby, I'm putting hell out of business. I refuse to let my family and my children and my babies be swept up into the plan of Satan and the strategy of his demons and minions. My fast for me and my house, we will See, you ain't supposed to preach like this on a Sunday morning. You better, you got to walk up in the house and grab, I'd grab every one of those Disney movies and throw them in the trash can. I don't care how innocuous it seems. There is an agenda. There is a subconscious. How many of you understand? I'm just stuck here for a minute until the Holy Ghost lifts me up. How many of you understand the Bible calls Satan the deceiver? Out of the handful of words used to describe him, one of them is deceiver. That means that you will not recognize his motive. That means there will be, he is trying to conceal. He is trying to normalize. He is trying to walk it in the back door. He is trying to do it in the sneaks. And hear me, if you're so caught up in carnality that you're not praying in the Holy Ghost, you'll miss it. And if you don't have a prayer life and you're not faithful to the house of God where the preaching of the word, you'll miss it because you won't have any spiritual discernment. And that Trojan horse of the enemy uh, will walk its way right into your home uh, and into the minds and the hearts uh, of your children. Uh, but my Bible says uh, to be not deceived. Uh, it says we are not ignorant uh, of Satan's device. Tell your neighbor this is good stuff. This is the world that we're, we're living in. More education and degrees than ever before. And I'm not against education. I'm in the middle of working on mine. But our, our society is more educated than ever before and can't figure out which restroom to go to. Ooh. 
Well, we might as well just go ahead. Is it a boy or a girl? I don't know. I'm not a biologist. That's not, that's not jokes. That's real life. We're laughing, but that is real life. Those are the people going on the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Those are the people making decisions for your life and for mine and for our children. You had better wake up, mom and dad, and understand that the only chance your babies have is a mom and dad that are sold out to the kingdom of God, a mom and dad that won't bow a mom and a dad that will not compromise. You can buy your children every brand name of clothing, every toy they ever wanted, and you can spoil them. But if you don't protect them against the will of the enemy, you have failed as a parent. What does it matter if your kids had everything they ever asked for and bust hell wide open? over things you put in front of them, over things you groomed them to enjoy. Oh, my, 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 my. Glamour Magazine, calling Bruce Jenner woman of the year. We live in perilous times. I don't care how you modify your body. The clay hath no power over the potter. Am I in the right church this morning? Now listen, don't get upset with me because your friends don't agree with me. I love you more than they do. I love you enough to give you the truth uh, that will set you free. Uh, I love you enough to preach the truth uh, even when it makes me unpopular. Uh, I love you enough to preach the truth uh, even at the risk of you walking out of this building this morning. Uh, I don't care how you modify your body. You were born a man. You were born a woman. And that will never change. It doesn't matter what you drink, what you swallow, what you inject, what you cut, what you sew, what you paint, what you alter. Baby, when they put your blood on the microscope, your X and Y chromosomes will reveal the blueprint of God that said you are a man or what anything else is a lie from hell. Anything else is the deception of the world. Anything else... Come on, you've got to understand what the agenda of hell is. God took all the woman out of a man when he took Eve out of the sight of Adam. There ain't no more femininity in you, baby. Tell your neighbor, these are perilous times. But can I switch gears this morning and preach to you that this is the church's finest hour. Hey! I said this is the church's greatest hour. We were called for such a time as this. God put us here to deal with the giants of today. God brought you into this world 
for the society that you lived in. And I don't care what kind of giant or devil lifts its head. Baby, you've got the power. You've got the authority. You've got the dominion and the anointing of God to deal with every lie and every deception and every false wicked imagination in this world. Somebody shout, I am the church. I am the church. And the church will prevail against hell. I just need 300 people that would shout this morning. The church will prevail against hell. If you believe it, somebody give him a shout of praise. Two women gave birth in the Bible, one in fear, one in faith. One named her child Ichabod, which means the glory has departed. But the other one named her child Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Can I declare unto you that Ichabod is not greater than Emmanuel? Emmanuel is greater than Ichabod. And when the devil wants to declare Ichabod, you got to stand up and declare Emmanuel. When the devil wants to declare Ichabod, you've got to stand up and prophesy Emmanuel. Somebody ought to open your mouth right now and shout at this place. You've got to open your mouth. Why? Because the power of life and death is in the power of the tongue. Something happens when you open your mouth and declare truth. Something happens when you open your mouth with an amen that is a catalyst to the truth of God's word being declared. We got the devil on the ropes this morning, baby. Come on, we got the devil. We ain't even halfway through the first round. And he's on the ropes. We got a devil on the run this morning. There are some spirits in your life that are holding on with everything they got. I can see the white knuckles of some devils that are trying. My God, if they get a hold of this, I'm done. My God, if they respond now, I won't be able to hold on any longer. My God, if they run to that altar now, I might have to leave. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. There's some people in the building. Uh, this is what you've been waiting for. Uh, this kind of preaching is what you've been looking for. Uh, you're not here on accident. Uh, God brought you here uh, for the word of the Lord to set you free. Uh, God brought you here this morning uh, for the word of God uh, to break the chains uh, in your life. Somebody ought to pray right now. Robo I can sense it in the Holy Ghost. There are demons of perversion that are screaming this morning. 
because they don't want to leave their habitation. But if somebody would lift your hands right now, in Jesus' name, I take dominion. In Jesus' name, I plead the blood. In Jesus' name, we take authority over every foul spirit of perversion, over every foul spirit of lesbianism, over every foul spirit of homosexuality, over every foul spirit of fornication. I come against the demon of pornography in this place this morning. I come against devils of pornography that have had your mind and your spirit in chains. He that the Son has set free is free and my God, I feel something breaking in the building. God's about to deliver somebody. God's about to set somebody free. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Come on, open up your mouth with your hands lifted. There's deliverance in this place. There's deliverance in this building. I got plenty to preach, but I feel a moving of the Holy Ghost hitting this house. If there's a desperate person in the building, you ought to run to this altar with your hands lifted and your mouth open with a shout. Come on, God's going to set you free in this place. God's going to, come on, here they come. Somebody pray. God's going to heal your mind. God's going to heal your spirit. I don't care who molested you when you were young and tried to confuse you. I don't care who took advantage of you and tried to mess up your mind. The blood of Jesus is greater than your past. And his name is more powerful. Somebody lift up your hands. Come on, I need the church to pray right now. I need the church to pray right now. There's a breakthrough in the building happening right now. Lift up your voice. Lift up that thing that's had you bound. Lay that thing on an altar right now. Lay that thing on the altar. Here it is, God. I declare victory. I declare breakthrough. I declare healing. I de- come on, come on, come on. Come on, there's a young man in the building right now. There's been a weight on top of your shoulders for years. But this morning, there is deliverance in this house. Lift up your hands. Let those tears begin to flow. Lift up your hands. The Holy Ghost. Come on. It's time to put hell out of business. Every one of those devils that has set up camp in your home, it's time for them to leave. Every one of those demonic spirits that have tried to take dominion and authority, come on, it's time to leave. Rabo Yandabashata, come on. Come on. Come on. I'm not interested in a sermon today. I'm not interested in five steps to have church. I'm interested in a demonstration of the power of the Holy Ghost. There's a breakthrough that's hitting this building right now. You can be delivered right now. You can be free right now. Come on, lift your voice. Come on, don't you be worried about what anybody thinks. Don't you be worried about what anybody's going to say. Don't you be worried about your reputation. Don't you be worried about who's looking. Lift your hands and begin to declare, devil, you are a liar. Devil, you are a liar. 
Devil, I plead the blood over the mind of my children. Devil, I plead the blood over the spirit of my wife and my home. Devil, the blood of Jesus is against you. The Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord rebuke. Come on, somebody pray. Somebody pray. Come on. The devil's not afraid of your pretty dress. He's not afraid of your dance. He's not afraid of your shout. I tell you what the devil's afraid of. He's afraid of you kneeling in front of the king of kings this morning. He's afraid of you coming into the presence of an almighty God this morning that will break every chain. Come on, lift your voice, church. Lift your voice, church. Come on, it's happening right now. Pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Rabbi pray, pray. While you're praying, I'll tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. Keep praying. There's some married couples right now that have been struggling with some onslaughts of hell against your marriage in your home. And you think it's your husband. And you think it's your wife. I came to tell you it is a work and a spirit of the enemy that is trying to divide you and your home. I want you to grab your wife's hand. Grab your husband's hand. And begin to lift up your voice. God's going to deliver you today. Uh, God's going to bring freedom today. Uh, God's going to bring victory uh, today. Uh, you're going to go home with the peace uh, that passes all understanding. Uh, you're going to go home today uh, with a peace uh, that surpasses your situation. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on, lift up your hands in the name of Jesus. Come on, young man. You gotta humble yourself. You can't come to God with a look of pride. You can't worry about how cool you look. You gotta humble yourself. You gotta lift your hands in surrender. And you gotta open up your mouth with humility and say, Here I am, God. Here I am, God. Come on. I can't let the enemy wreck my destiny. I can't let hell wreck my future. I can't let the work of hell destroy my children. Come on, I need help, church. All over this house, I need help praying. Come on, let it flow. Let it flow. Open up your mouth and let it flow. There's deliverance. I need every saint of God helping me pray right now. I need every saint of God to do the work of an evangelist in this place. Find somebody and pray. Find somebody and intercede. Find somebody right now. Come on.
Come on, I feel like asking a man, how much longer are you going to sit by while the enemy of your soul drags you backward? It's time to throw your hands in the air and surrender to God in this place. He's here. 